It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remain calm. All is well. All is well. The voice of reason is here to calm, soothe, and relax you from the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. I am Eric G, and this is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Your gracious and humble host, your Zen master, if you will, today, will take you on a journey for the next 20 or so minutes to tell you why Game 1's loss, the 104-99 loss that the Oklahoma City Thunder suffered at the hands of the Portland Trailblazers is being greatly overblown and why Ennis Kanter's performance is not only being over-exaggerated, but also why Dame Lillard's performance is also being over-exaggerated and why the national media are freaking out about Russell Westbrook. However, I will tell you on that, when we talk about that coming up in segment number three, why the national media are freaking out on Russell Westbrook, I honestly think there's some good coming from that. But on today's show, we will hear from Paul George. He will tell us how his shoulder's doing. We will hear from Billy Donovan, talk about how Paul George and Russell Westbrook were both able to participate in Monday's practice. And we'll look ahead a little bit to Game 2 tomorrow, and I'll tell you just how much the Thunder should be adjusting, if anything, what they're doing on the court. But just look at these next few minutes as a way to clear your mind of all the bad things, 
okay, well, at least most of the bad things that you thought happened yesterday or did happen yesterday, and now we can just focus on game two and the Thunder getting ready to essentially take control of this series. And I'm just telling you right now, the first game the Thunder win in this series, they will take control of it. I'll explain that in segment number one. I also want to remind you that if you like this podcast, please download the Himalaya app to your phone. And then when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. And remember, you can also subscribe to this podcast via Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you don't know who I am, uh, maybe this is the first time you're listening. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I am lucky enough to be a credential member of the media. I've been covering the Thunder for five years. And if you'd like to see a really cool website that we're building right now, or um, as at Maven, we like to call it a really cool channel, go to basketballmaven.io slash thunder and check out Thunder Maven. I'm going to tell you right now, The first time the Thunder win a game in this series, be it game two or game three, they will at that point take control of this series. Why do I say that? Well, it's very simple. Yesterday, the Portland Trailblazers had Oklahoma City down by 19 points and looked like they were in well control of this game. With 17 and a half seconds left to go, the score was 98-94. The Thunder had cut it to a two-possession game. Portland did everything they needed to do to force Oklahoma City to lose, and yet the Thunder were still in this game late enough where they easily could have won it. Okay, maybe easily is a bit of an exaggeration, but they could have won this game. Now, what did Portland do right? Well, I thought the best thing that Portland did all game long, besides making their open looks from 30 feet and beyond, was they did a great job. And I mean a phenomenal job, especially as the game went on, challenging Oklahoma City at the rim. Portland had nine blocks in this game. And it seemed like every time somebody from Oklahoma City was driving to the rim, There was a block there. Mo Harkless had two on Paul George alone in the first quarter. They were going to challenge Oklahoma City. They were going to force Oklahoma City to shoot outside. And when you look at the shot chart, it it is horrific. Matter of fact, I would tell you don't look at the shot chart. It's not for the faint of heart. If you look at the shot chart, you're going to freak out about tomorrow. And there's no reason to freak out about tomorrow's game. But certainly, Oklahoma City was just taking way too many shots from beyond the arc, and, of course, they were missing them. However, I'm going to argue this real quick, all right? And and I I was in this camp, too, on social media on Sunday. Billy Donovan always tells this team that if you get open looks, you need to shoot them. And I totally agree with him on that. And there were a lot of times, especially... God, especially for Russell Westbrook, where they were just going to sag off of him and and let him shoot. Uh, Terrence Ferguson, I mean, you've got to hit those threes. Jeremy Grant. Ferguson, I think, is the only other person other than uh, Paul George actually hit a three for Oklahoma City yesterday. But you have got to shoot those threes because eventually you're going to hit them. We saw Oklahoma City 
hit them at record pace against the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe they were a little too confident yesterday, but still, you got to shoot them. As far as Paul George goes, everybody's freaking out about his shoulder. Yes, he went 8 for 26 yesterday, but the dude still had 26 points. Or was it 8 for 24? Yeah, it was 8 for 24, but still came away with 26 points, still went 6 for 6 from beyond the arc, and Dame Lillard, who everybody is just putting up on a pedestal today, went a whopping 9 for 21. In fact, remember Dame Lillard, almost after the first, I think it's after the first quarter, went scoreless until midway through the third or early fourth. So it's not as if Damian Lillard came out and just dominated Oklahoma City yesterday. The the problems that, that, that the Thunder had more than anything else yesterday was being able to create fast break points. And they scored 16 points off the fast break yesterday, which is two less than their average and a far cry from the 25 they were averaging in their last three games. I mean, it should be known that Oklahoma City is in the top five in fast break points in the NBA, while Portland is, I think they're 24th. So you've got to force the Blazers to play a fast-paced game, and Oklahoma City just wasn't doing that yesterday. And how do you solve that? Well, one, you keep Portland off the offensive boards, which during the first half, the Thunder were actually doing a, a really good job of. you got to constantly keep them off the boards. The Thunder were forcing turnovers yesterday. They were forcing steals. Uh, Ten steals, to be exact, yesterday. And I think it's 18 forced turnovers, all in all. But you've got to start turning those into fast break points. Once you do that, then you'll start to see the Blazers panic a little bit. Problem with Portland is they were just so relaxed shooting that ball from beyond the arc that you really weren't going to have any sort of answer for them yesterday whatsoever. And as far as PG's shoulder goes, Paul George saying that four days ago he couldn't even lift his shoulder and still managed to get out and play yesterday. And now you're in a situation where if you're Billy Donovan, look at the the five days off that, that Paul George had when he did not shoot a basketball still was not enough, at least for him to be as productive as we know he can be. So Paul George does need some extra rest in order for that shoulder to get better. The problem is, as you saw it happen in the fourth quarter yesterday, where Paul George creates a steal and creates a fast-break opportunity for Oklahoma City. And just as we've talked about so much with that transition game being so important to Oklahoma City, it's almost as if you can't afford to have him sitting on the bench because if you do... You're pretty much conceding this game to Portland, which I will tell you now, I'm fine with. If you can give PG just a little bit more rest, and that's going to make him more effective for games three and four in Oklahoma City, then I'm good with sacrificing this game because while I while I believe that this Thunder team is talented enough to win games without Paul George, that's just not that's just not where the proof is. The, the, the proof is, is that they can't win games without Paul George. And as much as I want to see Russ pick this team up, put him on, a, on his back and carry him, and we saw him, do it, we saw him do it against the Clippers earlier this year, I don't know if Russ can do that now. He was sort of in takeover mood yesterday or mode yesterday, but, but Russ has become so reliant 
on his teammates as we've seen his shots go down and his assists go up throughout the year that what you would need in order to win tomorrow night if you set Paul George would be a dominant takeover performance from Russell Westbrook. Combine that with Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench to give you something and then Steven Adams essentially to give you what he did yesterday. And we'll talk more about that coming up in the second part of the show. But right now, let's hear from Paul George. Here he is from earlier today talking about his shoulder, the plans, etc. And after that, we'll talk about what Oklahoma City needs to adjust for tomorrow's game against the Portland Trailblazers. Guys, it's formula, get more field goal attempts, points in the paint, fast break points, that kind of thing. Did you feel like, you know, aside from shots going in and out, you guys played to, to your identity in game one? Yeah, yeah, it was a defensive game. Um, that's what we wanted to do. Um, but, you know, we didn't make shots. Uh, and it, it cost us. Um, I take a lot of that, a lot of, you know, good looks I had. That's what today was for, to get a uh, better rhythm, better flow. Anything else stand out on tape to you about maybe some of the, the in-between stuff or early little stuff that you guys can clean up to in addition to shooting? Yeah, we, we got the game plan. We, we're going to go out and deliver it. Paul, is there a lot of change from the way you play in game one to game two considering you know, miss quite a few open looks? Is there what? Is there a lot of change? An adjustment that you have to make from game one to game two, considering you no, missed a lot of shots. No, we played a good game. Um, we made we made shots that we made all year. Um, just didn't go down for us. Um, you know, the home team did what they were supposed to do: come out and win the first game on their floor. You know, it's about adjustments, so we'll adjust and uh, you know, we'll we'll be ready for tomorrow's game. Well, in that first quarter, you know, Dame and CJ were pretty good from three. Like, is it? Like, what's your mentality when you're out there on the perimeter and guys are pulling up from 28 to 30 feet? Is that is that something that you can do a better job of, or is that something that you just, I guess as a player who's defending on the perimeter, you're not automatically, like, tuned into guarding a guy that far away from the basket? Um, I mean, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. Not everybody can shoot that shot. Mm -hmm. um, Dame obviously can. Um, so we got to be mindful of it. Um, but it's, it's, it's not no red flag that we need to get pressure way out there at the same time. We got to be aware of it, but um, we're not going to allow that to stretch us out. How's the shoulder feeling right now? Shoulder's good. Shoulder's good. Paul, they came out of time. They won a playoff game in like 10 straight. Now you guys are down one. It seems like they were the desperate team. Now maybe you guys are. Is that a lot of playoffs is coming in with that desperation and effort that needs to be there? Uh, I think that effort. Uh, but every game at this point, you're approaching like it's your last one. That's what it is. It's one game at a time, and you give everything that you have in that one game. So, um, you know, I, I think in that aspect, you got to approach every one of these as it's the last one. Um, you know, rack up four to get out of that series. Paul, is the shoulder normal? Are you pain free? Can you say that? Yeah, pain free. Paul, is the shoulder something that carries over to the defensive end because you're getting over screens and you're taking that contact? Is that something that you have to think about when you're defending? Uh, Re-aggravating the shoulder that way? Uh, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, it's well enough now um, to throw out any, you know, injury problems. Um, it didn't have an effect during the game, um, regardless of me taking hits, falling to the deck. It didn't have any effect. Again, like I
like I said, the fact of the matter is I haven't shot or picked the ball up in four days. Um, yesterday was the first day giving it a go on the court, so you know, it's, it's, it's going to be some you know, shots that go in and out, shots that don't fall. Um, but, you know, I had a good day of preparing today, so uh, I feel good about it. How much can a day like this help after all of that? Really help, really help. Again, uh, I'm able to get in the gym, able to put the ball on the floor, see the ball go in, shoot the ball. Um, and I think just everybody, we got good work in tonight. This is what our identity is, but here's how much we need to attack this specific thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bit of both. It's, it's a game of chess in a way. Um, you know, we want to attack, we want to take you know, different things out of, the, out of the matchup and exploit them. Um, but at the same time, you want to stick to your identity. It's a bit of both. Um, but, you know, we, we want to stick to that game plan, attacking out of big blows. We've been doing that all year, regardless if it's a good big defender or a bad big defender. Um, I mean, that's our game. You know, we got one of the best point guards, one of the best bigs um, in that action. So we're going to continue to, you know, run that in the offense. Okay, coming up in the next segment, we'll address a couple of the things that Paul George said. Uh, I'm actually going to call Paul George a liar. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, coming up in segment number two, we'll also hear from Billy Donovan, and I'll tell you why we shouldn't worry about Ennis Canner and why his performance is also being overblown. It's all right here on Locked on Thunder. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your smart device. And then when you get into your car, tell whatever smart device you have to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. And remember, you can always download and subscribe at Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Eric G. Let's address a couple of the things that we just heard Paul George talk about in that last segment. First and foremost, I'm calling BS on Paul George. I don't ever really like to call people names, but I'm going to call you a liar there, Paul. I think you're still in very tremendous pain with that shoulder. Um, I, the reason I, I think the shoulder is still hurts pretty bad is is one, because Paul George has said in the past that he feels fine unless he gets hit or unless he gets grabbed. And Paul George just admitted it was a physical game yesterday. So all series long, the Blazers are going to bump, grab, do anything they can to make sure that Paul George feels, feels cumbersome when he shoots that ball from the three. They want to make sure that he is in pain and that he's feeling all sorts of discomfort and really can't get himself into rhythm. And you can't blame him for that. You've got to play it that way if you're Portland. So I think, I personally, and especially just looking at that huge bag of ice that he had on his shoulder, that's about the size of a bag of ice that you get from 7-Eleven, which he has on his shoulder usually after every game. And at times I've seen it, it feels like I've seen him on both after the games, then... No, you are you are in pain, and that's just what you're dealing with right now. As far as the adjustments goes, I agree with you, because what is the adjustment to make 
tomorrow night. Make your shots. Make your shots when they're open. It's not an adjustment. Either you are or you're not. Um, defend a little bit better on the three from 30 feet out when usually guys aren't making it like that. Yeah, I, I cannot think Portland is going to have as great a shooting night from beyond the arc as they did the night before. Um, tell Steven Adams to outplay Ennis Canner. Canner was 20 of 18 yesterday. Adams 17 and 9. 2018, 17 and 9. So he doubled up on you on rebounds. The only adjustment to be made there is just tell Steven Adams play more physical and have a little bit more pride. Do everything you can to keep Ennis Canner off, off the glass. But other than that, I thought that the Oklahoma City Thunder played pretty darn well, especially defensively. You hold a team to 104 points. I mean, what are you going to do? Tell the bench to come off and score a little bit more? I don't think there are adjustments there. There aren't many tweaks that you really have to make in order to be successful. You just got to knock down your shots. And with the way Billy Donovan coaches his team, if the shots are open, his team is going to take them. It's it's that simple. And as much as I would like to see them maybe go inside more when they do have those open looks and they're not hitting them, remember how good Portland was at the glass. And I would love to see Steven Adams get a little bit get get more touches. But if you're going to win this series, you just got to make those outside shots. And there's no strategy to that. It's just a simple it's just a simple matter of being able to knock them down the way you did in Milwaukee. Can they do it? Well, that's the million dollar question and right now if this if this series does come down to shooting, that if you're panicking about all this, if this series does come down to just who has the better shooters then no, Oklahoma City's not going to win it. But I still think you can play physical enough, create enough turnovers, rebound better than what you did and and you'll be fine. Um, and give Paul George some rest, and maybe he gets a little bit better. As far as PG's participation and Russ's participation in this past practice or this past shoot-around, here's what Billy Donovan had to say earlier on Monday. Billy, um, I wanted to you know, get your thoughts on Russell and Paul being able to participate today. Um, you know, Russell was talking about the ankle last night, or somebody asked him about his ankle. And obviously, Paul. So, what was their level of participation in practice? They were they were involved in everything. Obviously, it was a lighter day, you know, just because it's a day in between games. A lot of those guys absorb minutes, so it was just more, you know, cleaning things up uh, on the court, um, walking through a lot of stuff, and then those guys uh, took some time to get some shots up and and work out some. I was thinking back to, um, I guess, uh, the 16 semifinals against San Antonio, where they they beat y'all pretty good in the first game and obviously it's like different in terms of the, the margin of victory but y'all didn't make a lot of like adjustments from game one to game two in terms of like defending LaMarcus Aldridge um, is that kind of a situation where you're not making a ton of adjustments when it comes to this game uh, because you guys missed so many shots last night yeah I mean I think you're always making adjustments on mm -hmm. different things you know it's it's no different than I think even the regular season you make an adjustment when you see a team a second or third time so you're always looking to clean things up make adjustments things that you can do better you know on both ends of the floor and I'm sure they'll be doing the same thing too they'll look at different things that maybe they that were effective for them or things that they want to do better it's no different than us we're going to try to do the same thing uh, I think just things that we can do better um, on both ends of the floor you know the ball didn't the ball didn't go in the basket, you know, at the, at the rate, you know, we, any of us wanted to, but that's part of the game. 
You know, you don't have any control of that. We got to really concentrate and focus on the things that we have control over and things that we can do a better job in. That first quarter yesterday, you had a couple instances where you know Dame and or CJ are pulling up from like 28, 30 feet. Like, is is it tough to coach that when when a guy is pulling up from that deep in terms of like how to close out and how much space to give them at that range? No, I mean our guys have played against these guys. Listen, they played against these guys. There was times there in that first quarter I thought we got a little bit loose uh, in some coverages and we gave them a little bit too much room and too much gap space. Um, I didn't think at times our communication was great in some of those situations. And um, you know, they went seven for ten from the three-point line. That's why they scored 39 points in that first quarter. You know, that's be something you know, we got we got to be better there. These guys know what Lillard and McCollum's range is, you know, um, and even a guy like Rodney Hood, you know, he'll pull up too. So um, you know Curry's another guy. So you know we understand that our guys do it, but we've got to be, you know, better in certain certain situations of, 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 of recognizing what's going on in our communication. Some of it was just our communication at times wasn't, wasn't where it needed to be. I did think of one adjustment Oklahoma City has to make, absolutely has to make, and that is this. If you're Russell Westbrook, you can't do what you did yesterday where you thought Seth Curry fouled you, you didn't get the call, and then you went and overreacted which we've seen Russ do thousands of times throughout his career here in Oklahoma City because the refs are going to call you on that. And if you're Terrence Ferguson, C.J. McCollum, anybody tries to get under your skin, you can't rack up technical fouls. You get seven, you're going to be sitting on the bench. But you cannot play into that emotional game. And we saw it get away from the Thunder a couple of times yesterday. And if that's something, that's something I look to exploit if I am Terry Stotts, so be careful on that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Make sure you download the Himalaya app to your phone when you get into your car. Tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. That's the Himalaya app. And don't forget, you can subscribe on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Coming up next... Why the overreaction to what Russ did with Barry Trammell yesterday might actually turn out to be a good thing. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm Eric G. The rest of the world is just finding out now what we have known for a few years here in Oklahoma City, and that is Russell Westbrook does not like it when Barry Trammell asks questions. Yeah, Barry Trammell, the Oklahoman. Uh, Russell, you've played against Dennis before since he since he left you, but could you tell he had a little extra in his step tonight trying to uh, play against his old pals? 
Next question. Russ, did you think uh, getting down 38-21, 17-point deficit to come back and, and make it a game down the stretch, is that a good sign for the rest of the playoffs? Next question. Okay, I have heard that so much today on national talk shows, and I have heard Colin Cowherd and people on ESPN rip Russell Westbrook, call him immature, tell him he needs to answer the question, and it was brought up by a couple of people, well, he's got problems with it, with that reporter. I, the one thing that I can wholeheartedly agree with, and this is from Colin Cowherd, is that Oklahoma City has enabled it. I will say that the Thunder have enabled it, not Oklahoma City as a whole. What I will disagree with is when anyone says, and I think it was Mike Greenberg tried to allude to, well, somebody's in his head if he's going to act this way. Now, Russ, you can't tell Russ's emotions from an interview because Russ gives you the same interview every time he steps into the media scrum or sits behind the table. There is no difference between Russ then and Russ game five of the regular season. It's just, it is what he is. And Russ is an emotional player, and Russ overreacts, as we've talked about, and Russ will talk to the refs. So I don't know how you can tell any of that about Russell Westbrook. It just is who he is. He's a raw, emotional guy, and a lot of times he's used it to his advantage, and sometimes... We've seen him use it to his disadvantage. But all in all, what I hope is now that you've got all this criticism coming at Russell Westbrook and coming at the Thunder for the way Russell Westbrook has treated himself, is that Sam Presti, and it would have to come from Sam Presti or Clay Bennett, that they would tell Russell to start answering Barry Trammell's questions, start being a little bit more cordial with the media. The problem is is you've given him a five-year Supermax. You have made him the face of the organization. He is large and in charge. And the fact of the matter is, is he doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to. So even if you think it's in his best interest or the team's best interest that he does something, Russ doesn't have to do it. I would hope that things do change. My gut feeling is is that this is going to continue to go on for a while, but I do think it's funny that the national media just now catching up and really still trying to figure out, well, Russ is like, no, Russ is the same from one game to another. He's an emotional guy, and I've seen, look, once you've seen Russ one, one Russ interview, you've pretty much seen them all, at least in a post-game setting. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G., We'll be back tomorrow prior to the game with Portland. Prior to that playoff game, we will hear from Steven Adams, possibly Terrence Ferguson tomorrow. So make sure uh, you download the Himalaya app and listen to the Locked on Thunder podcast. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today